What up, guys? Your boy Quake. We're back with a brand new episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number one hundred and seventy-nine. Everybody knows your boy Vito. Let's get it. Uh, lots of interesting news that came out this past couple of days. Um, first, Give Rich Die Trying documentary. Still working on it. Uh, no new release date. I know a lot of you guys asking when's the release date. When's the release date? I don't know. I don't want to put out a release date, like I said. Uh, but it's coming along nicely, so we don't know. Is my what's funny is I was talking to a friend of mine. He was like, "Is this getting pushed back to May?" Blah blah blah. I was like, "Nah, man, it's not gonna get pushed back that far." So it, it's coming. Is just you know we're adjusting a few things. So I just want to give you guys an update on that. Um, we got our Gibbers or Die trying signed um, vinyls, whatever that we bought. Yeah, that shit was nice. What'd you text me? You texted me, and I was like, "What do you mean?" Oh, no, no, I, I was saying the on the vinyls, you know, it's got the name of the song. Yeah, what about them? Uh, are they the same as yours, like yours and mine? Why or would they just be different? I don't know. I'm <laughs> curious. It's scary, should I try it? Right, but the two uh, the two vinyls, I think they were both different. Nah. So the whole is vinyl? S- yeah. is, there s- is 50 signature on the thing, on yours? On the vinyl? Yeah. I don't think so. Yours on the plastic? I don't know. That's a good question. Let me look at the. I thought you were saying it's on the plastic. Mine's on the actual vinyl. No, no. I, I was saying I wish he would have signed the vinyl. The he did. The actual, That's the, yeah, the cover. No, no. I'm talking about the CD. Why would he sign the CD? That I'll makes be no dope. sense. No, that doesn't make any sense. You sign the cover because that's where everybody's gonna see. The CDs are usually gonna be hidden. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, if if you just put it on the wall, you see the also the vinyl. Yeah, the one that I have right there. That's that's one that I could. Replace, Cause, yeah, because if you want to put it, but it's double the game. Yeah, that certificate is signed. Yeah, right. I mean, the actual cover of the album, the bottom signature, the bottom left. Oh, I can't tell because I covered mine. Yeah, there should be a fifty cent signature on the bottom left. Oh yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I thought you were, you were saying it was on the plastic, and not on the actual album. But yeah, anyways, I, uh, I didn't they, even notice. That. They got a yeah, they got a certificate which is <laughs> dope too that says. It gives like a number of who signed what, what date. So, um, yeah, pretty dope, man. Uh, I think we paid four hundred dollars for that, which is kind of a little bit a lot, but fuck it, it's a give it to that trying vinyl. I don't have a vinyl player, but whose signature is on this too? What do you mean, Stephen J? It's probably a company that verifies signatures and says, oh, okay. you, know, you know, this is it. That didn't look like 50 signatures. Yeah, it just verifies signatures. There's a lot of companies that do that. I wish the signature was sense. a little bit bigger, though. It's kind of small on the corner left. but Yeah, I need to get that on a cover thing. On a frame? Yeah, frame. Yep. Yeah, I have. I'm going yeah. to take, take out the one that's in that one. There's one at the mall that this guy said he can do it. I might actually go. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Uh Bad news for Kodak, as usual. Uh, well, there's there's been a lot of good news with them, so this is just unfortunate. Um, there is an arrest warrant now issued for Kodak, so he's probably going to be facing potential time again. Um, let's go over the article. Kodak is wanted by police in Florida after violating his bail conditions by failing a drug test. According to legal documents obtained by TMZ, a warrant for the 25-year-old rapper's arrest was signed off by a judge in Broward County, on Thursday, February 23rd, with the paperwork being filed on Saturday, February 25th. The warrant states the sheriff's deputies have the authority to take Kodak into custody if they encounter him. 
Uh, law enforcement believe the Pompano Beach native failed a drug test on February 8th. The results showed traces of fentanyl, the highly potent synthetic opioid that has claimed the lives of fellow rappers Mac Miller, Juice World, Lil Peep. Kodak reportedly also failed to report a random drug test a week earlier on February 3rd and didn't submit a sample. If he's caught, there are additional orders to hold the hitmaker, the super gremlin hitmaker, without bond until his next hearing in the drug possession and trafficking case that briefly landed him behind bars last year. So, uh, and they just can't learn, man. I think they're just drug addicts, man. I think Kodak is dealing with drug drug addiction problem. I mean, let's be honest here. Uh, any anybody who would anybody who's not dealing with a drug addiction problem would be smart enough to not take drugs. It's like you're on you're on probation. You wouldn't take a drug unless you're addicted to it. I think he's just addicted to that drug, which is unfortunate because, as you can see, Mac Miller, Juice World, and Lil Peep died from that. So, yeah, that's. I think that's all it is. A lot of these rappers, they 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 know right from wrong. It's just some of them are addicted. They've turned into drug addicts, and whether they want to admit it or not, have that conversation with themselves. You know, some artists are man enough to admit it. Meek Mill had a whole uh, codeine addiction. Around the time when he did the wins and losses album, admitted to himself, hey, I'm a drug addict in this thing, fixed himself up. Now he's no longer on that. So that's all it really boils down to. Are you willing to be honest with yourself that you have an addiction with certain drugs? And, you know, at 25 years old, very young, uh, you know, yeah. has millions of dollars, can travel the world, do whatever he wants. The last thing on his mind is, uh, you know, I would think getting better and trying to fix the situation because, you know, you feel unstoppable at a certain point. Um, with all that money and all that fame success. So definitely hope Kodak gets help that he needs because that is clearly an addiction because anybody with a brain, obviously, if you're on probation, you wouldn't take drugs. You wouldn't right. do anything like that to you know, get yourself back. I'm surprised there's no manager or, or somebody there is. Every, that just stand on top of his ass. Hey, like, you got to submit this, man. Get this submitted now. There Let's is. Go. There is. Just artists you know. don't. There always is. I think there always is. There obviously has to be. Because yeah. this guy's a multi-millionaire. Record labels pay millions and millions of dollars for this guy to do all kinds of stuff. There has to be somebody on there. But just these artists, for the most part, don't give a shit, man. Let's be honest here. Yeah, a lot of artists no, don't care. I mean, when I was doing the Gibberish documentary to go back to, to 50, like always on this podcast, he was always on time, doing his thing, doing the work that he had to do. You know, never showed up late on things. Got the work done. And then I hear other stories of artists. He's late. He's doing this. He's doing that. Doesn't care. By the time he arrives, it's I want to take more 10, 20 hours break before I do this. And it's like, that's yeah, it's interesting because you brought up 50. I was watching this little scrappy video and he was explaining how 50's on top of his shit. When these guys were all in there doing all kinds of drugs, they were like, what the hell? 50 came in. And it was like, no, what are you guys doing? You guys want to go back to jail? You guys want to get like in trouble? Yeah. So, you know, put this shit away, you know, all this type of stuff. Yeah. So there's so, only a few. That's why. You know, 50, Jay-Z, Diddy, whoever, you know, are at this high level because they're professional. They know how to deal with situations. They don't play around people's time because time is something. doesn't matter what what you got in the world. One thing that we all have in common is we cannot purchase more time. Nobody can. Once time's gone, it's gone. It's actually more valuable than anything on this earth is your time. So, you know, once it's gone, at this moment, we're never going to be this age ever again. Time's going to fly. Next thing you know, you're a lot older. So time is the thing that you, out of everybody, you should respect the most. I understand sometimes situations, people get late, things happen, but um, 
especially at this level when you're a professional, you're making millions. A lot of people are depending on you. You know, uh, professionalism needs to come in at some point. So hopefully he gets that 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 help that he needs for the you know addiction that he has because yeah. that's definitely an addiction. There's nothing. There's no way around. I that. hope he stops, man. Yeah. Speaking of money and time and <laughs> deals and all kinds of shit, Kanye West. Uh, this report uh, has been kind of. A lot of people have been like, is it really happened? Has it really happened? Because there was this page, Wealth, with a lot of followers reported this, and then it just kind of spread from there. So I don't know if this is something that maybe Adidas got out there, paid somebody to post to get out there, or maybe Kanye got out there to paid somebody to post to get out there. Because there isn't like an official 100% source on this. So... It's just been reported by lots of outlets. Even we just re- recently reported on the Instagram page. Um, but it does sound like something should happen or would happen. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know yet. But um, So going over this article, Kanye West has reportedly reached an agreement with Adidas that would see the company unload the remaining designs in the Yeezy collection. See how it says, according to reports from multiple outlets. It doesn't like give you a specific source. The new contract would allow Adidas to release and promote existing product created under their previous deal with West. It does not make any provisions for a continuation of the collection reports, put the value of the remaining Yeezy Adidas products at approximately $500 million. The deal will allow the athletic company to make up for the projected loss. It reported earlier this month. So if you guys remember yeah, earlier this month, February, Adidas reported that because they can't sell the remaining Yeezy inventory, they would lose about $1.3 billion in revenue. Wow. So, which is a lot of fucking money. That's not no. So that kind of makes sense if they would actually make this deal happen. Yeah, I mean. Pay him out, sell out. Because you have, he has a certain amount of inventory. It's just chilling there. What's the best way to get rid of it? You know, finalize his last deal with Kanye so they can sell all that and then be done with it. And still make over five hundred million. I think that's gonna be going to Kanye because Kanye they have to pay Kanye to be able to sell it. So Kanye's gonna get five hundred million and then Right, right, that's what I'm saying. They're gonna whatever at one point three billion it's worth, they're probably gonna make a profit of seven hundred, whatever, eight hundred. Exactly. So it would so, make sense to close the deal and be like, Hey, we'll give you five hundred million. Let's get this over with. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, um it's unable to be personal. Yeah. So they said uh the statement when they released the statement, they said that it would be it would drain an additional five hundred and thirty four million if it's unable to repurpose the remaining easy clothes. Adding the numbers speak for themselves. Yeah, so Yeah, those are some big numbers. I mean Kanye's got a lot of power, man. Um and if this actually happens, Kanye was right at the end of the day. As much as people want to call him crazy and say, Oh, he's just talking shit, he doesn't know what he's doing. Kanye was right. He said in 2021 in the Drink Champs, the, not, the, not the crazy Drink Champs interview that got removed, the one before that. He's like, watch, if I just if I just destroy every relationship, they're going to come back and they're going to need me for whatever they need me for. Because mm. let's be honest, Gap, who gives a flying fuck about Gap? Yeah, when when sure. Kanye went in there, Gap was like all of a sudden hot and Gap started selling. Uh, Adidas is popular, don't get me wrong. It's huge. But Kanye's adding a whole, like, billions and billions and billions of revenue for him. And that's one person, by the way. This is Kanye West, one person. That's huge, you know. Um, and that's the thing is the power is really in the endorsements and the people. You know, it's not in these companies. This just further proves that, that 
if we don't support a certain company, they're going to collapse and be done with. It's all on our money, all on what we decide to support. And that's where all this comes from. So just remember that in this type of situations. And Kanye is very smart in knowing that, hey, I do have power in this, whether people want to admit it or not. My thing is, I think Kanye should just start his own thing separate from, he's got enough money to start his own thing completely. That makes perfect Yeah, sense. not even close to Adidas, don't stay next yeah. to Nike, nothing. No, no company, just straight Yeezy, that's it. With no, you know, side company. Now yeah. he has the power to do that. Yep. So become like big like Nike, Adidas. Yeah, so he could he could do that with Yeezy, you know. Yeah. Who knows, 30 years, 40 years down the line, you know, Yeezy could be next to Nike and Adidas and just people are going to be like, yo, who started this? You know, they're not going to know who Kanye, Kanye eventually pass away. It's like Nike, whoever started Nike. I don't even know who started Nike off the top of my head. I really don't. Um, so that's what I mean. Kanye could be that for Yeezy. He could just start something, you know, and it could be such a big brand that, you know, um, it'll be there to compete with all of them, especially if he's bringing in billions of dollars. I mean, eventually he'll he'll uh, encapsulate that market space. That's the right words to use. It says that the company was founded found in January 25th, 1964 by Blue Ribbon Sports by Bill Bowerman. And Phil Knight. So 1964? Yeah. So it's about, uh, what, uh, 60 years? Yeah, something like that. Six, 70 years? Six, seven decades. So, yeah, Kanye could that's do that easily. Yeah. Kanye could start something like that. That's not, that's, not, that's not that hard to take off market space. Especially because people want something new, man. People get tired of Nike and Adidas and, you know, clothing that just sometimes is the same. Kanye was switching it up, doing something unique and different, so... Uh, very possible, man. Kanye should do that. But it seems like Adidas wants to have Yeezys. No, no, they're not. And, and this, I just don't want people to get this confused. This is not saying that they want to keep Kanye on and do new deals and stuff. This is just saying whatever they have right now currently, they want to sell and be done with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know why people are getting that confused. Yeah, it just can. says, hey, we have an inventory of Yeezy stuff, designs. We just want to get rid of it. Jesus, so much money. And that's it. We want to be done with it. They There's nothing right here that says they want to... See, it says the company would like to unload the remaining designs in the Yeezy collection. That's it. It does not make any provisions for a continuation of the collection. So, okay. yeah. So, I, that part. I think uh, this is just for just to unload what they got. That's it. Nothing else. No new deals. And who knows? You know, might, they might come back and want a new deal. But Kanye, I think at the time, is probably going to move on, uh, move forward, which he should, because, right. you know, why Why have Adidas Agreed. run something? Continuing on, K-Flock. So K-Flock, man, he's had a lot of a shooting incident we talked about, the murder charge that he's dealing with, lots of different things. He's an upcoming artist in New York. He's been really buzzing out in New York a lot now. Uh, Bronx drill rapper. But, uh, racketeer and conspiracy charges, Rico. These rappers are going down. These groups are going down one by one by one. It's getting insane. So much of this. Even on the new, what is it? The new uh, Key Glock uh, project he dropped. Yeah. He talks about uh, PRE is not, he says something like, is not a gang. He makes it very clear that PRE is not a gang. A lot of rappers are now like, yo, we're not, we're not these gangs that you yeah. think we are. They're trying to stay away from that situation as much as possible because as you can see, everybody's going down like crazy. It started with six nine that Rico, and then since there, it's just been back to back to back to back. Um, you think Fifty is the one that started saying like getting these artists to say then songs? 
Nah, I think no. anybody that I think because ever since he dropped that record six nine, he was like, I do not gang gang, I do not bang. Nah, or I just I think people are scared. They don't want to. Yeah, you know, um, they don't want to tie themselves into any gang related shit, and then and then people can potentially use their lyrics in court and then have that type of issue. So. Uh, let's go over the article. K-Flock has been, has even more legal issues to deal with after being indicted by the federal grand jury for several racketeering conspiracy charges. According to TMZ, the Bronx drill rapper and five others are accused of organizing the Sev side forward slash DOA gang. Indictment claims, claims the gang's primary purpose was to commit robberies, acts of violence, and financial fraud in the Belmont section of the Bronx. They also face several counts of attempted murder and illegal firearm possession. These additional counts are just a slither of K-Flock's legal woes as he also faces a separate murder charge for allegedly killing Oscar Hernandez outside the Harlem Barbershop back in December 2021, which we showed, we talked about a while ago. Uh, According to police reports, Flock was walking down a street in Harlem when he came across Hernandez waiting for a haircut at the barbershop. Flock allegedly asked Hernandez what he was looking at, which caused him to step out the shop and confront the rapper. An argument ensued, and as K-Flock began walking away, shots were fired. Hernandez was fatally struck in the neck. Uh, K-Flock's attorney, Scott, dropped a bombshell last year where he issued a statement claiming the rapper wasn't the one who pulled the trigger. Lemon and his team opened their own investigation after newly released footage showed a different angle of the crime. Last March, Flock uh, shared a message with fans via Instagram letting them know He's doing fine in jail and asked him not to believe what law enforcement and others have been saying about him. So, um, yeah, he's like 19, 20 years old, bro. This guy's a kid. Um, yeah, these, I mean, listen, if, if all this stuff is true and they're actually doing these things, um, attempt to murder, illegal firearm possessions, uh, what else are they getting them? Robberies, acts of violence, financial fraud. You're doing all this shit. You just, you got to face, you know, the yeah. charges for it. Honestly, I don't care if you're a rapper, who you are, just, you know, same thing with the YSL. I always go back to the Young Thug thing because I've seen a lot of people say free Young Thug, free Young Thug. But then if he's actually doing this shit, there is no free Young Thug at that point. Straight up. So uh, we'll keep our eye on this. But this is another another rap group slash gang forward slash gang, whatever you want to call uh, this situation that's going down. So I'm sure this is not the end of it, by the way. So there's probably going to be way more as time goes on. Because a lot of these artists just not doing it smart, man. If you're going to do this type of stuff, especially when you catch fame, be done with it, man. You already did it before exactly. you got famous. Be done with it. You're finished. And even previous stuff is going to catch up with you if you brag about it. So it's not like just mm-hmm. because you get famous and you're done doing it, the previous stuff doesn't count. Yeah, It does count for, a, I think, a, I don't know what the law is. I think like 10 years. There's statute of limitations on it, but for the most part. So... Yeah, that's a good point you brought up. Yeah, so just stop bragging about this shit, man. If you're the gangsta- problem is, yeah. Go ahead, my bad. No, what were you saying? No, I'm just saying I hate the fact now people are so quick to draw a gun and shoot as soon as they get in an argument. Like, that's happening too much. Yeah, no training. No. I mean, America, I, here's the problem in America. There is no training on shit, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's a fact. Like, driving... <laughs> Bunch of stupid people driving, man. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They need more training on driving. They need more training for police officers. They need more training for gun possessions. They need more training on so much. Like, it should be incredibly hard for you to get a gun. You need to go through. I, sh- I think you should be able, you should have to go through rigorous tests, constant um, classes, like, for at least a yep. year. 
yeah. at least a year. Even they should make you go to a like check your yeah. Your that's, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, rigorous yeah. tests. You yeah. know, for for mental. Yeah. You know how you are mentally. What's going on? Which they do, but it's like quick stuff. Like up, oh, like right now. I bet you in Georgia, I could get a gun in like a month. No, no, you can easily. Probably like weeks. I even. got mine gun license like easily. One fingerprint, a couple questions. Yeah. Take a picture, you're done. I was like, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> no. I was arguing to dad about that because he was like, it's. I was telling him how easy it is to become a police officer here, and he was saying in Europe, they went through like so much training, so much, so many things before they could even get their license. Yeah, and that's the same for the car. It's so hard for them to get their license over there. It's ridiculous. Yeah, driving here is ridiculous. How many yeah. dumb drivers I run into, is, it's insane because the license is super easy to get here. There's no... 30 to 40 questions and you got your license. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You drive two hands... By the way, they ask you, you... By the way, they ask you the same questions. So you just got to remember if you fail the first time, you just got to remember which ones you, you got wrong and then redo it and then yeah. just keep doing that until you get just it. Just reorder. Yeah, they don't... Nothing. It's nothing. You know, it's... So, yeah, I think overall people do use guns way too crazy because there's no gun training, no proper driving. And America is just, hey, here here it is. Try Here's your luck on this thing. Try it. If you get it right, here you go. And there's nothing more than that. So uh, we'll keep our eye on this K-Flock situation, though, of course. Drake Driz. and Lil Yachty. So there's um, – I actually watched this, and it was interesting because Drake doesn't really do a lot of interviews. So I was curious to see what this was about. For the most part, I was joking around. It was talking about just like, uh, it's you know, Drake getting older. Yeah, Drake having the biggest tits in the room, which was the weirdest. What kind of therapist is Drake seeing to be? A, yeah, that's that was the dumbest, and was, it was just so weird. Uh, yeah. Drake just be saying some some weird shit. Um, but that tits thing is like basically, he was like, I'm talking to my therapist, you know, because he's Drake. You know, most people know who he is when right. he walks to a room. Blah blah blah. And he was talking about like how do I, how do I, converse with females, and have like a, a relationship with a female if she already knows who I am and assumes who I am already. I think that's what he was referring to. Right. And then, you know, he's like, you like women with a nice ass and nice tits, but then when you walk in the room, you have the biggest tits, which is like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> of your status. Yeah, because of your status, and it was just weird. Drake be saying some 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 off the wall stuff sometimes, man. I think he just does it either to troll or he's legitimately like being honest about this stuff. I'm like, I think it's a little bit of both, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's hard to be like somebody like him, right? Like his life isn't in certain ways. It's difficult. I mean, that's why, man. And it's like, hard. It's hard to say this and do this, but it's better before you get this type of fame to find somebody and settle down. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like a lot of people get lucky, man, because like LeBron has been with his girl before he even blew up to be what LeBron is. You know, uh, there's been a lot of people that have been with, like Snoop Dogg is with his wife way before he blew up to be Snoop Dogg. Um, who else? There's a lot of people that just, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> they've been with the person. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the best way to do it, you know, and uh, yeah. because that, that way you know that person was there for you regardless of what who you were or what you were. Because this, I couldn't imagine at that level of fame. Yeah, you're screwed, man. No, the only, person, the only person that you could be with is somebody that's, that matches you like Drake and Rihanna, like if they got together. Yeah, if they're both somebody like that that matches famous. you, yeah, then they could, you know, because that person doesn't need anything from you at that point. But I think it's when they reach that status, I think it's hard for them to even be in a relationship because they can just get whatever they want. 
whoever they yeah, want. Yeah, but at a certain Unless point. Unless they really, like. Yeah, but at a certain point, it gets boring. I think everybody, every artist says that. At a certain point, it's like, yo, I'm just tired of. No, 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 of course. Because, you know, you eventually you want to you go home and, you know, have a wife that's there. You guys are build a, a family or whatever. So, and you can tell Drake's. Drake's tired of it too. You can kind of tell in his yeah yeah hundred percent yeah he's like I don't want to do this shit anymore. And his mom even in, in, his, in his music and his mom was like was was trying to send him women to talk to. They're like yeah, there's this nice lady that, that that's my gymnast right here. She's so amazing. And he's like mom, I can't just you know like imagine just going yeah. there. Hey, I, I'm Drake. My mom recommended me to I you. I think like, she forgets who he is. Sometimes. Yeah, because she treats. I mean, she sees him as a son. She doesn't really see him as a right, superstar. Yeah, of course, yeah. So that's that's the funny part of it is like I could imagine at that fame of level, uh, dealing dealing with that type of shit. I would oh, never yeah, want that type you of. You have a very good point. Yeah. So uh, let's play this clip though. Drake though, out of all that, Drake was talking about something that he's never talked about before. So let's play the clip and see what 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 this is about. I think I'm at the point now where I just want to like, and I I feel like maybe we talk. Why is I I. I feel like I'm kind of introducing the concept in my mind of a of a graceful exit. A graceful exit. Graceful exit. Yeah. To getting out. So retiring. Now, and on the Views album, he said he wanted to retire by 35. So he's turning 37 later this year. So clearly that's past um the that, mark that might help with his relationship retiring yeah so people kind of forget but a little bit about him and you know rappers never retire they always say oh that. no no no. i already know yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody <laughs> said jc 50 cent everybody said it drake yeah. saying it now eminem said it eminem twice said it. you know so um it's not happening yeah it never uh retirement when, usually never happens when they say retirement they're just taking a couple years off maybe that's what's happening yeah um back I think, you know, I think there should, I think Drake should like literally retire. Yeah, done. you said about this a long time ago. He should yeah. take a break. Stop. Yeah. I think. Because if he keeps going, he's just, and his music is going to start getting like trash too. No, I mean, the last, let's be honest here. I mean, the last three albums, the best one was the Drake and 21 Savage one. That's it. Yeah. The other two, Certified Lover Boy and uh, Honestly, Never Mind. Nobody like, it was, they were subpar. They weren't like, People were like, oh, my God, this is the album of the year. Ah, like, they were, they were subpar, very subpar. Now, did it have good tracks on there? Yeah, Drake can always deliver a good track. That's not even a question. But an album, body of work. Last time Drake, to me, had a great body of work was, if you're reading this, it's too late, 2015. It was the last time, to me, he had, like, a legit project. Views wasn't that great. It had a couple dope tracks. Then it went to More Life, which is a compilation, which I don't really count. But that was all right, too. Then you got Scorpion, which was way too long, an R&B and hip-hop side, which had decent tracks on there, too. And then from there, I don't know, there's a bunch of other projects that he dropped. Um, yeah, so then, I don't know. Just to me, Drake Drake reached his peak and nothing was the same. And if you're reading this, it's too late. After that, you know, uh, because at, also, uh, after a while, man, what are you going to rap about, like, that's what I'm saying. If, yeah, know, if you take a break, just yeah, you, it gets boring. You can get some new creativity and, uh, you know, just 
No, experience. Inspire, yeah, life, experience. You know, you so get you to like more to talk about and yeah, you what can you did. Hang out with his son more. He'll have music yeah. about his son, his parents, hang out with them more, whatever, anything. Because Drake's really good about talking about his life. So, yeah, so, he needs to, this graceful exit, you know, after that 21 Drake project, I think the next five to six years just don't release nothing. That's a little too long. Nah, I think that's a, that's a good, because you know how much people are going to miss him? Three years. You know how much people are going to miss him, though? No, three years is what he's done. Scorpion to Certified Lover Boy is three years. No, no, I'm saying don't even do no features or nothing, man. Just, like, stay that's away. That's still the same shit, I think. I don't know. Um, I think three years, years is. God damn, that's a long. Nah, Kendrick took, Kendrick, Kendrick took five years. Yeah. I mean, but he's been. He's never took five years. That was the first time he ever took five years. <laughs> but 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 he's, he's he doesn't appear like, you know. Yeah, that's another, you know that's what even like that's even harder. Yeah, he doesn't do shit. Yeah. So so it's it's kind of normal for him. But this guy is like all over the place. He's being featured. He's here. He's this. He's talking about tits. He's you know. I don't know why he doesn't become an actor. Like that's how he started. Yeah, he go go fit. go to acting, bro. Like go do some acting. Something that's different. You know. Um, yeah, that's a good idea, man. No, I mean he started acting. He's in Degrassi. He was an actor, by the way, guys. Yeah. Let's 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 get this fully clear. This is an actor turned rapper. This isn't a rapper turned actor. So, and he has the talent. He's we definitely get that, yeah. comedic. He has like he has the talent to do it. So, yeah, I think he's just take a like I said, man, at least four years at minimum. Four years. By the time you're acting, you're doing different movies. We enjoy you in acting. Damn, man, when's the last time Drake dropping out? Damn, it's been a while. Yeah. Let's go check out, you know, whenever he's announcing, people are going to get excited, you know. And he'll still do numbers. So. Yeah, Drake's Drake's built that fan base where it's, it's always going to do numbers. Eminem's built that fan base. Kanye's built that fan base. Jay-Z's built that fan base. They're all, those names are forever going to do numbers. They're going to, whatever, at least 100,000, 150, 200,000 easily without even trying. So, um, But Drake also in the interview said, the reason why he wants to take the graceful exit is because he just wants to see what the new generation is doing. He wants to sit back and yeah, just watch the point, new generation. Yeah. He's like, man, I want to see what these new people are doing. Like, to me, I don't want to be the guy that's still here trying to keep up with the new, you know. Yeah. And that's what it is. Once you get older, bro, you can't keep up with new talents. He's 35. So. No, no. He's about to turn 37. Oh, I thought he was 35. No, he's having to retire at 35. That's what he said. Oh. Yeah. He so he's about to turn 37 this year. Yeah, um, man. So... Time is flying, bro. And he's been 30. going out, dropping music since, what, 21 he was? 20? Yeah, I think somewhere around. Yeah. That's a long time, man. Non-stop. No, the first album he dropped was obviously Thank Me Later, but 2009. Yeah, but he was like, I think 20 or 21 at that age or something. Nah, hell. He was like 24 or 23. Oh, maybe I could be wrong. I thought he was 21 at least. Because he's 36 right now. Right. So what is 2023? Back to 2000. So in 2013, he was 26, which is nothing was the same. So yeah, when he dropped his first album, he was 24 years old. The thing oh, me later. Yeah. Some reason I thought he was 20. Actually, he was 23, 24, somewhere around there. So 23, right. 24. But yeah, 21 was, was like but, 22 was so far gone, and then like yeah, when he was starting. So yeah, I mean it's been a been a great. But, but I'm saying like even when he was, you said 23, 24. 23. Thank yeah. me later. But before that, he dropped a mixtape. He dropped so far gone at 22. Yeah. So like so. he was. I don't know. I, I, to me, Drake twenty two is like when, yeah, twenty two to thirty six. So, so that's that's all. And he's been killing it like longevity, yeah. and he's been featured and dropping albums. And yeah, he yeah, said, so, um, you know, you were dominating for a long time. 
Yeah, so he just yeah he just wants to see what the newer generation is going to do. Excellent, I agree with him. Um, and yeah, you gotta you know you gotta leave it to the new kids and see. I wonder who who's going to be the new like that's going to dominate for the next like. I don't know because it's it, it's weird. This in two thousand and twenty. Let's just say let's just start at two thousand twenty. We don't really have like a select like a clear top three or top five artists. Like you know when two thousand ten started, it was Drake, right. J Cole. Kendrick Lamar, Wale, and then who else you want to throw in there? Wale, and then who was another one that was like, that was new coming up. I can't think off the top of my head. But the, like that type of group. Um, Big Sean. There you go, Big Sean. Is another yeah. one. So you had those like those five that were there. Like as the people were looking at, okay, this is the new generation of hip hop. This is where it's going to go. You can even throw Kid Cudi in there as well. He was doing his thing around 2009, mm-hmm. 2010. Um and a few others, but majority majority of the top three were obviously Drake, J. Cole, and Kendrick. That was the new 2010s, the new generation of the top three. Now you go 2020s, and you're asking yourself, like, who is that? What's what's the new people that are coming out from 2019? You could say Lil Baby's probably one of them, but he's been out even for since 2016, so he's been out for a little while. You could throw Kodak Black. You could throw, yeah, you know, but it's just like, I don't know. It just, to me, it seems like there's so much going on. There's no clear because of how much music is available, how much different stuff is going on. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So I agree with Drake though. Graceful exit. Um, I remember him in a one Oh six in park. This is when he was promoting the nothing was the same album. He said at one six park. I don't know why this stuck in my head, but he was like, uh, I'm going to keep doing music until the people decide they don't want to listen to me anymore. And they don't, you know, fuck with the music anymore because I don't want, he's like, I don't want to, be releasing stuff and nobody really likes it. And it's just, I think yeah. it's gotten to that point where a lot of people are just now he has hit records. Don't get me wrong. Drake will always have that. But like album wise, people are not really appreciating the albums like the way they were. Um, so I think he's reached that point. Yeah. Right now. I mean, it's too much, bro. At this point, like yeah, yeah. too much content, too much shit. I know you get, you kind of compare it to all of his other stuff. Then it's like, uh, but yeah, you need to take a break, man. Like, when's the, the last time Jay-Z released album? 2017. His own solo album. It was 2017. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. It's about to be six years since Jay-Z dropped on his own solo album. That's a lot. Yeah, so yeah, I think... Uh, those are some big breaks. That's what that, that's what needs to happen. But you see, it, and here's, he drops an album, how great it's going to be. It's going to be nice because going to be some interesting shit he's going to be talking about. Yeah, no, I'll actually anticipate it because it'll be such a long time that I'll be like, damn, I want to hear from Drake again. Oh. I want it. That's what I mean. Because uh, right now, I don't care. If Drake drops a new album, I really... Yeah, I'm not going to get like too... I don't really check for it like that. I'm like, oh my God, Drake, oh, like, I go listen to like that. That used to happen to me back in 2013 when he would drop shit. I'd be like, damn, I got to go listen to this. yeah, 16, yeah. But now it's just like, eh, you know. It's in the 48 Laws of Power, you know. Learn when to disappear so that people can appreciate you, so... Uh, yeah, we'll keep our eye on if Drake's actually going to do this. Speaking of somebody who's retired, came back, kind of done his thing, which I appreciated, is Lil Wayne. Weezy, baby. Yeah, so Wayne, I, I said this about Wayne thousands of times. I was like, Wayne needs to take a break from music. Just get the hell away from music. Stop releasing projects because every song is about pussy and weed. That's all it was. Uh, and it was, quite frankly, getting mad annoying. I was like, this is getting terrible. Yeah. So Wayne, the last time Lil Wayne released a project, I believe is in 2020. So let me see. Just to make sure. Yeah, Funeral. So 2020, 
was the last time Lil Wayne released a solo album. And that was in January 2020. So literally, we've been officially three years since then. Um, that's what I mean. Three years, break, no new music, no album. That's a good break, I think. Three years, four. I would prefer four to five because usually you get more uh, out yeah. of that. But three years is good. Now Lil Wayne uh, has dropped a new track. It's produced by Swiss Beats. It's featuring DMX. It's called Can't Nobody. And yeah. I love the track. Oh, it was. It. Yeah. And it's not just about pussy. Yeah, Wayne killed it. Yeah, so that's, that's what I mean. That's This is what I mean. You start to appreciate Lil Wayne more. Yeah. Uh, he is talking about Carter Six coming out, which is uh, interesting. So if that's the first song off it, it's going to be interesting to hear what 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 Wayne is going to come up with. But uh, Lil Wayne has reacted to being number seven on Billboard's uh, top fifty rappers list. So <laughs> let's see what what he says. <laughs> he did an interview with Zane Lowe. Unfortunately, I cannot find like I don't know if they did a. I'm sure they did a video interview, but I cannot find anything right now. Yeah, that would be good. So I'm sure whenever that comes out, that'll come out. Um, but let's go over what what. Uh, the guy asked him about him, blah, blah, blah. He's like, man, who the hell is before me, Lil Wayne said. Was the list including all hip-hop, like before and after as well? I can deal with that. I will tell you that I am a motherfucking one. Everybody whose name, whose names you named, they also know I'm number one. Go ask them. They know what it is. Weezy, bitch. <laughs> Out of six strapping. So, uh, I'm a murder gang. The people ahead of Wayne were Biggie, Eminem, Tupac, Nas, Kendrick Lamar, and Jay-Z. I mean, it's not that bad, man. These people. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that bad. I mean. Compared to some other artists. Yeah, we're not even going to get into that. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, November, though, he did an interview with Marcus Wiley's More To It podcast. And he said Jay-Z is number one. Like when they asked him who's the greatest of all time. Wayne said that? Yeah. He said the greatest rapper of all time is Sean Jay-Z Carter. Uh, when you do this rapping thing, obviously like football, every sport is different. You play hockey. I'm sure they got something that they only know about something that they can, that they can probably can't explain. Only they know but that thing in rap that we only know in rap. He has that he's the Tom Brady of that. So basically you're saying, if you're not a rapper, you don't understand why I'd say he's number one because we're rappers. We get, you know. You know, like it's like basketball player ranking basketball players mm-hmm. because they've been in the sport, they have an experience in it. You know, we're looking at it from an outside point of view. These guys are in it, so oh yeah, they they see it completely different than us. So that's what he's saying about Jay Z is Jay Z has something that you know um, that we only know in rap that somebody can have, and he has that. Make sure <laughs> Illuminati. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please, baby, take nah. my butt. Yeah. So. Uh, he did say he's a GOAT, though. When this recent interview, he said, uh, everybody whose names you named, they also know I'm number one. Go ask them. They know what it is. See, I hope, this is what I hope. I hope this breeds competition. Yeah. People start, you know, not beefing, but just battling amongst each other, man. I hope Eminem just, you ain't who you think you are, man, trying to be number one. No, Eminem, Eminem almost dissed, almost dissed Lil Wayne and Kanye, remember? When he got back from recovery? Um, on that, what's that song called? Uh, song. Talking to Myself? Almost had a song distant Jay Z oh, yeah, and Lil Wayne or some that. shit like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Damn, that should have got leaked. No, he said I almost, so he didn't even probably record it. Um But hey man, I think when whatever you're in, you need to feel like you're number one. If you don't feel like you're number one, you shouldn't be doing it, I think. 
Yeah, but it, it's a different feeling like you're number one because everybody's going to say, oh, I'm number one, I'm number one. But are you really number one? I'm just saying, like, I'm yeah. talking about, like, if, if somebody interviewed me said, hey, are you the number one hip-hop YouTuber? I'd be like, yes, I am. Now, numbers-wise, am I number one? Probably not. You can look at numbers and be like, okay, this person's way ahead, this person. Okay. But I feel like I'm number one because I deliver to me the best shit that there's to deliver. What do you think is the proper spot for Jay-Z, man? Because sometimes in my head, I say he is number one. No, he's top sometimes five. Sometimes I, I he's say top five all time. time. He's top five all time. It might even be like top three. You could probably put top three if you yeah. want to. I want to be mad. I want to be I mad guess, if somebody put up top three. Yeah, like number three artist. I would not be mad at it. But number one is just kind of like. I don't know. It's up, it's up like to stop being up everybody's. Yeah, it's it's uh, everybody's opinion. I don't know. Um, nobody's gonna agree with anybody's list. So, yeah, that's uh, I was true. actually talking that's a good to. Point. You I was yeah, I was talking to the, one of the people who helped write the Billboard list. I was talking to him, and he was explaining to me why they came up with this list this way. And they put Nicki at number ten. I was like, that's ridiculous. I told him. He's like, well, Nicki opened a whole lane for female rappers to come in, and I was like, okay, I guess I can kind of see where she would be. But I don't think top 10, you know. So I was going back and forth on that. And I was like, 50. If you're looking at it that way, I was like, 50 open a whole mixtape lane for all these rappers to come in. So why isn't he in the top and 10? And he's the last gangster rapper. Like, they're really? Nah, not even know. just that. Just I'm, like, yo, if, 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 if you're giving Nikki at number 10 and because she opened this whole lane for female rappers to come in, what about 50 that he opened the whole mixtape lane to come in for these rappers? Because when you yeah. look at all these rappers, if people mention Lil Wayne, people mention... Oh my God! Look at Lil Wayne's run; it's bigger than 50s. If it wasn't for 50, Lil Wayne got that from 50. The whole mixtape shit. He got that from 50s style. He realized, okay, 50 used mixtape to create his buzz. I gotta do the same thing. Boom! There, there's that. J Cole even said it. Yo, 50 started it. Wayne took it to the next level, and then here we are: J Cole, Kendrick, Drake at our level doing our thing. So, yeah, that's a good point. You know, uh, definitely top three of all time. You know, you have to have Jay Z and Eminem in there because of their longevity. Oh. Top three. I just don't know who gets the number. I don't know. I, w- I would put, here's, and people are going to be very, 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 uh, actually, no. I'd put Eminem at number one, Nas at number two, and then Jay-Z at number three. Because look at Nas, what he's doing right now. By the way, just last night, we're going to be talking about this a little bit later. He sold out Madison Square Garden for the first time. This is a guy who's been rapping since 1994. Mm-hmm. In 2023, selling out Madison Square Garden in New York. That is insane. That is longevity. Yes. And if you actually look at Metacritic, which is all the reviews of of, of stuff in one place, Nas's Illmatic has the highest rated review of an album of all time in hip-hop. So, I think it goes M, Nas, Jay-Z. You're going... That's not my personal top three. I'm just saying, like, if you were to just look at it all over, I think it goes Eminem, Nas, Jay-Z. And then if you go top five, is where it gets tricky. <laughs> Very tricky. Yeah, that's where it gets tricky. It's a whole different ball. Now, I'd put, I'd probably put Tupac at four. Because Tupac at four, Tupac's done a lot, but then he died in his prime. So that's the only reason I'm not putting him top three. Because if Pac was still alive now, I'd love to see if the longevity lasted. Pac would probably be four. Yeah, I, th- I think Pac and Biggie are going to be top 10, 100% on my list. Yeah, yeah, Biggie's going to be later. You just got to put him in there. Because Biggie didn't have a lot of projects out, so Biggie's a little bit later. I think Biggie should be like eight, seven, or yeah. nine around there. But 
Yeah, I think Pox might maybe number four. You want to put number five. That's where you kind of, you know, look into who you're going to put into that. Um, you yeah. could, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. I, Drake's done his thing. A lot, a lot of people don't want to admit it, but Drake is. I think Drake is for sure top ten because of yeah, what he's know. done in hip hop. Shit. You, I think his put, buzz, his albums. I think put, selling is. Put Wayne at five, Pac at four, Jay Z at three, Nas at two, Eminem at one. That's a pretty good list. That's a top five. Because Wayne's been doing it for a long time, too. That's a kid. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a, I think those top five, those you could, you could mix and mash around, but, um, I put Burman number seven, please. <laughs> put five on so, the skinny ties. I mean, that that's just me kind of throwing. I think that would be kind of my list. That's just kind of throwing out there. I feel like Kendrick still has a little bit more to do. J. Cole still has a little bit more to do. Drake is up there, but Drake. I, I think I think that, that's where Drake, Drake 50 and uh, Biggie would be from 5 to 10. Yeah. And they're just yeah. kind of rank them because yeah. of, you know, they're how yeah. big they are in hip hop. A lot of people, a lot of people are like, yo, what about lyrically this and that? No, I get Billboard, it. I get Billboard put put up the criteria for it, and they put up a lot of different things, like sales, flow, lyrical ability, longevity, this, impact. This is why we need to come up with that list. I mean, we just kind of, I just kind of made up. I mean, that, that 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 top five to me makes perfect sense in my opinion. I put Eminem at number one. Create the fucking list. I mean, I'm just yeah. I think that. I mean, I'll, we'll look into it. But that that to me, M at one, two Nas, three Jay Z. Four, who do we have at four? Pac, Pac. five, Wayne, mm -hmm. six, you can put Drake if you want to. Yes. Seven, you can put 50. Yep. Eight, you can put Biggie. Biggie. Nine and ten. Nine. I don't know, yeah. So that's 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 where I would kind of, I would go. Now, me, my personal list, don't even get started on my own personal list because it doesn't really have a lot of those. Well, it does have some of those artists, but um, my personal list is totally different, but. That's kind of roughly what I would have. That's kind of what my list would kind of look like. For 9 and 10, I don't know. You could put Kendrick. You could put, I don't know. You could put a lot of artists. Q, nine and ten. There's a lot. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, that's a whole crazy list. I mean, I technically, man, as much as people probably might not like this, Kanye. I could put Kanye in 9. I think Kanye should be 10. Nah, I think Top ten, 10. 10 should be. Nah, 10 is Kanye. Nah, Kanye's don't even. How much shit Kanye Rich has out is ridiculous, bro. That guy's that guy's actually helped a What's lot. What's wrong of with ten? Nothing wrong with ten. Between ten no, and I nine, I think nine. And to be honest with you, you could even argue Kanye is a top like six, top five if you really want to. You could argue that. Yeah. So I don't know. There's a there's. It's all about your opinion, what you like, what you grew up on. That's all that really matters at the end of the day, because nobody's gonna agree. Even when we put this list out, if we put this list out, nobody's gonna really agree with it either. They're gonna be like, ah, this is not blah blah blah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's why I, I, want, I want this list out. So I want to see what the fuck people are going to say. What's wrong with Jay-Z being number three? What's wrong with Nas being number two? I'm curious to know what the comments say. Why? It's just going to be, oh, Jay-Z did this. Uh, Look at his business. He's billionaire. Like, it's what the fuck is wrong with top three of all time? Yeah, so. You're still the shit. Yeah. Um, They're just going to be mad because Eminem is number one. That's one. Yeah, the white boy would be number one. Yeah, right away, people are going to start talking shit. I know. That's just, this is Eminem. 
Yeah, people forget how big he was, man. People really, really forget. What? This guy's catapulted how big he was. Um, that's actually, for honest with you, that's actually, that's actually my list almost. Like, yeah. I really can't see it you any other way. that list. You got one Eminem, two Nas, three Jay-Z, four Tupac, five Lil Wayne, six, who do we have at six? Six was uh, Drake. Drake, yeah. Seven fifty. Eight Kanye. Eight Kanye. Yep. Nine Biggie. Nine Biggie. Ten. Ten. Who do you want to throw at ten? Nicki <laughs> Minaj. Nah. <laughs> Number ten. Berman. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, I don't know. I, I have to go through the list. Number ten, I have to figure I fr- out. I fr- I'd probably switch a little bit of those. I gotta look into a little bit more. But that's essentially the list, man. I don't know. Yeah. I, can we just finish top 10, please? No, there's oh, nothing. nothing. This is not my official. Like, this is just something that I'm kind of thinking off the top of my head. If you want, we can go to Billboard. Oh, what about Snoop Dogg? Snoop, about Snoop Dogg. There we go. That's a good list. Snoop Dogg's, uh, yeah, Snoop Dogg was at one point one of the biggest literal names in hip hop. I don't know. I was thinking more Rick Krause. Ah, oh, I'm just kidding. Ah. Yeah, I think, you know, you can put Snoop up there. You could put. Snoop or Dre, man, just because of I know he's not like a rapper. But, yeah, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't really nah, consider. Yeah, no. Nah, if you want to put like nah. overall music, no, no. I'm this. This list is not just. It's everything. I think like just put in everything. How much you've accomplished in business? Nah, because if you, nah, if you music, put everything, how much, how good of a rapper you are, that's what makes you. Yeah, because one. a lot of the problem. Even I was talking with the guy at Billboard. The problem with these types of lists is, a lot of it has to do with your opinion. Because How okay, well, because if you put oh who's the better lyricist who has a better flow who has a better stage presence that could be your opinion no 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 not like like that man it's just I mean, that's, how, that's a, what's your how, how how much of an impact were you in hip hop that's different that's a whole different thing so we don't we don't how, how does if it you make, just look at numbers how does it make you the goat if you just look at you numbers and impact goat. let's just say we put numbers and impact then okay then Eminem is up there Drake is number two probably three. Uh, Jay Z's like four or five, Wayne is like four. Like if you're just looking at numbers, Tupac is way behind. Biggie's I'm saying, way I'm behind. That, that's that's one thing you have to look at numbers. You have to. No, they do. They did mention okay. that on Billboard. They Correct. let me let me go over yeah. there because they so actually mentioned numbers, that on Billboard. How big of an impact you had in hip hop? Of course, yeah. like they they did that already. I'm right, sure they have that yep. on there. Numbers, impact, and then longevity. So in determining these rankings, the Billboard and Vibe editorial teams opted first to limit the rap arena to North America only. So for example, an estimable, as estimable as his career is, British rapper Slick Rick isn't on this list. We also opted not to include the significant contributions of reggaeton and dance halls MCs on this list just to keep our pool of nominees a little more focused. So it's only North America rappers. From there, the team's looking to count the following criteria in no particular order. Body of work slash achievements, cultural impact slash influence, longevity, lyrics, and flow. So top 10. It's either Ice Cube or Miss Elliott. <laughs> Here, here's the problem where the opinion comes in. Snoop. So you can say, you know, work, body of work slash achievements. Body of work can kind of be opinion because if you like the body of work or not. But achievements can't be opinion. That's facts. Yeah. Um, cultural impact influence is facts. That's you can't facts, really yeah. look. You can't. Longevity is facts. Yeah, I agree. Though. Yeah. But then lyrics, 
lyrics, storytelling skills, and flow is all opinion. What you like in lyrics. And then flow okay, is so what flow do you like? like? That's like we have three that are facts and one that's opinion. You have so two that are that are opinion, three that are facts. Lyrics and flow. That's two opinions. Lyrics and flow. So you know, if you like somebody lyrically more than another person, that's your opinion. That has nothing to do with Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, of course. You know, um, I think. I mean, I don't know. To some people be like, Oh, this person can out rap this person. Yeah, but do you like those lyrics more? Some people don't like our guy who can just rap his ass off 24-7. Like, nobody wants to listen to that shit 24-7. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. And then flow. Some artists can flow way better and make a hit record and it skyrockets. And the rappers that rap their ass off can't do that. So it's like, you know, those are opinions, I think, in my opinion. Those two, I would leave out. I would just say, hey, achievements. What the fuck did you accomplish? How many records did you sell? What did you do? Impact slash influence. And then longevity, those three. So if you look at impact, achievements, longevity, it's Eminem. <laughs> it, when we're talking about longevity, does that include only music and longevity? Or like, even if, like, for example, Ice Cube. Yes, music. Yeah, I think remember it's him, But then he went to acting and he just became so. I don't know. It says, it says you know, years so at the mic. So Okay, so music. So I guess, yeah, music. So obviously, if you look at longevity, just longevity. Let's just say longevity. You're looking at Eminem, Nas, Lil Wayne, Jay Z, Drake. Now, yep, hundred um, percent. You could even add J Cole and Kendrick. They've been doing their thing, and everybody checks for them when they drop. Yep. They don't just drop as consistently, but every time they drop, people are they're doing numbers, and they've been in it the same length as Drake, just not as consistent every year. But here's the thing, though, you got to add fifty next to that because. He gets checked worldwide when he when he drops an album. Everybody in Europe and other yeah. So but Middle 50, East, 50 just yeah. hasn't no, yeah. But I mean, but I mean, when's the last time Fifty dropped an album? 2014. So it's like, you know, you're missing for about to be ten years. It's, it's a little bit different. But you know how kind of dope music we're gonna get. I know, but it's like we haven't gotten it, so you can't really, you know. All right, man. Keep going. I think longevity is top. Like when you drop your 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 album goes number one. You're doing your thing. Animal Ambition, when it dropped, did not go number one. It was, like, number four on the billboard. Um, so I think you have to, like, nail it, number one, two, and everybody has to fuck with you at that moment. Everybody has to be talking about you. Let's be honest. When Animal Ambition dropped, not everybody was talking about it. And being like, oh, Yo, hell 50. no. So it's like, yeah. So that's what I mean. I think 50, 50 loses on the longevity part. But everything else makes up for it, I think, in a huge way. Um, but, yeah, we'll look. We'll look into this and figure out our list and do our thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lil Wayne feels like he's the best, and as he should. T.I., T.I.P. T.I. was happening. Uh, T.I. went on Instagram and uh, pulled up with paperwork because Boozy accused him of being snitch and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, T.I. ain't having none of that shit. He said, FYI, can't nobody who got their name in other people's paperwork question me about mine. I got it on me. We can have a paperwork party pull up. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. He said, pull up or shut up. So... In the document, uh, in this paperwork, at the end, it says, uh, it's kind of small to read. It says, let me see. Maybe they wrote it on here. Um, it says, uh, last paragraph, illegal stop, arrest, search, and seizure and interrogation was suppressed and could not be used against him. So, suppressed meaning it's he wasn't saying shit and nothing that he said could be used against him. So he showed up that paperwork. Uh, he called out Boozy for ignoring him after that. Um, 
That's what he said. Yeah, what you gonna say? I got some paperwork to show me. I got some paperwork to show them. And when y'all leave up out there, motherfucker, please let them motherfucker know that the paperwork was present. And if they weren't here, they shouldn't be saying a motherfucking thing about the king. You hear me? I've been waiting on one special invited guest to show up, and he ain't showed up yet. Yeah. But it was somebody who had something to say about me and had to question my, you know, disposition to some of my cases. But he ain't here to see my paperwork. And I just don't like for a nigga to goddamn get fly, then get shot. You hear me? My nigga, I'm, I'm right here in the cellar. You hear me? So come on, if you got something to say about me. If you think it is when it ain't, ain't but one way to clear it up. Nigga, pull on up. Let me show you what you're looking for. <laughs> I want to see who want to see it. You hear me? And if it ain't, if it ain't, and, and then after you see what you need to see, it's on you now. <laughs> to go straighten that shit up. Because, nigga, you, you done got too far in the job. You done got too much dip on your chip. Talk your shit, too. <laughs> Expeditiously. Uh, I wonder, yeah, I wonder what, what, what Boozy's going to respond to all this. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, that's a good reply. I mean, hey, man, if you're accusing me of something and I got proof that I didn't do nothing, I'm going to stand on that and be like, yo, oh, yeah. pull up, man. If you really think and it's an issue, look at the paperwork and do your thing. Straight up. Man. I, mean, I, you I like when people show paperwork like proof, yeah. I just talk and yeah, it's proof. N- no proof shown. 100%. Yeah. So. Talk your shit, too. Master P. Oh my god, I love this guy. guy so Master P, uh, this is actually interesting. I had no idea about this. It's the first time I've ever heard of this. Uh, Master P was on a podcast, and he dished out some details about what it was like to manage Meek Mill, and revealed that his deal with Rick Ross Maybach Music Group wasn't ideal, meaning it wasn't a good deal. Mm-hmm. So as we know, there's been history of Meek Mill and Rick Ross kind of going back and forth, and Meek Mill complaining about his record label situation. Um. Master P saw that from the jump and said, I wanted nothing to do with this. So that's how much Master P is an OG and been in this game. He understands way ahead of time he called this and knew. So on the thing he says, on the podcast, he says, I was Meek Mill's manager, me and James, when he first started. So let me tell you why I stopped. I knew that Meek was talented at the beginning. We had that song. I was like, Meek, you don't need to sign with nobody. Meek was like, I'm going to sign with Ross. I had looked at the contract, and Ross is a good dude, but he didn't have his business straight. Masterpiece continued saying, Ross got his shit together. Now he's a boss, but I'm saying at the time, you're evolving. I seen it. I had a crystal ball, but Meek ain't one to listen. I told James, hey, it's cool. You go ahead and handle that. I never got mad at Meek. I just walked away from the deal because if you don't see what I see, I've been there already. Um, Must be some shady shit. Uh, Master P, the host said that Master P would have received all the blame, ha- blame had he stayed involved in the deal. And Master P agreed. Added that God's plan will always come into fruition, he said. But look what God did. He had to go find out on his own, and now he's in a better position. But I'm telling you, I knew he was a boss from the jump. So, um, so Master P was managing McMill. Meek Mill wanted to sign a Ross. Master P was like, don't sign a Ross. You're your own boss. You can do your own thing. Which is true. I mean, to be honest, Meek Mill had his own hits. He didn't really have to. Like, Rick Ross's Maybach music didn't didn't catapult 
Meek Mill to a whole different level. Yeah. Like it didn't. Let's be honest here. Rick Ross is not as big as people. I'm not even saying that because I I'm not a fan of his music. He's not as big as people were thinking he was at the time. He was he was huge. He was buzzing, but it's not like he was going platinum back to back to back to back and doing all these numbers. He's he was barely just, going gold. Yeah, he was just he was just going, dropping music yeah. that was catching in the street. That's yeah. really what it was. Um, so without he, Meek Mill didn't have to sign a Maybach Music Group. He would have been fine without that. Um, so yeah, Mashby caught that early on. Saw that the deal with Meek Mill and Rick Ross was bad and decided to step away from it as a manager and said, yo, you do your own thing, which is smart because then, like he said, he probably got blamed for this years down the line. If the deal went bad, which it did, um, he would have got, yo, Master P did this to me. He's my manager. You fuck, you know. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Yeah, that's what they said. Though. That's what the host said to Master P. Master P was like, yeah, that would have been my situation. I would have to deal with that. That would have been the case, yeah. Uh, Meek Mill aired out the issues back in October 2021. He said, I haven't gotten paid from music at all. I don't know how much money labels make off me. I need lawyers ASAP. Um, yeah, and then it was, it was supposed to go Rick Ross, address the rumors in the interview, saying, I feel like we're both hustlers. That's one thing about life. You either grow together or grow apart. As a boss, you make the decision, but whatever it is you want to do, Ricky Rose wants to see you do it. There's a lot of people that didn't last or were still down with me. The way Meek, Meek is, so I want to see the homie shine regardless. It's ironic that Rick Ross calls out Birdman about his label issues, and now he's facing, you know, he yeah. faced the Meek Mill thing. Every it seems like every artist at one point faces like one thing from an old artist saying they didn't get paid right, something like that. Yeah, you know, that's true. You know, it's like what the fuck. <laughs> I mean, there there's always going to be those type of issues, man. No, I just like it's I think just, people people don't understand. Yeah. label contracts and how it goes that's all it really is a lot of times it's the artist problem yeah if, if you're signing something you yeah. sign a fucked up deal that's on you yeah i don't know how it's not Birdman's now if fault, you're a kid not. if you're a kid like i don't know lil wayne and Birdman's situation lil wayne was young yeah so i don't know that situation he probably signed it really early as a young kid was stuck in it for a while makes sense but bro if you're 23 24 years old i know you're still young but you're 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 Kinda, you're adult yeah. you're maturing you you should know at that time to be like yo let me look at this deal before I do something. And I understand a lot of these situations, a lot of people are in bad situations in life. They need money. They don't have money for a lawyer, whatever the case may be. So they just sign it and say, fuck it. I need that 100000 whatever they're giving you. But that fucks you up, and then and that's your fault at the end of the day. As much as you want to be like, yo, blame it on other things, as a grown man, you sign something that bad and it screws you, that's your fault. That's the thing. You don't need money to control you. Hit boy, you keep that producer, mind. who's killing it. Hit Boy with Nas, a bunch of, you know. Hit uh, Boy, yeah. Yeah, insane producer. He's still stuck in a shitty deal from 2007 that uh, a label signed him to with, uh, what's that guy's name? I think it's Petey, not Petey Pablo. Uh, uh, the guy in 2007 that was popping at the time. Uh, I, don't, I don't forget what the guy's name is, but. He had him signed to a deal. He's still stuck in that bad deal where he's not getting the same amount of money that, like, other producers are getting. He's still stuck in that deal. Mm. And he said, I'm finally going to get out of it probably in a couple more years. That's how... Imagine how much hits this guy's produced, how much money he could have potentially had and earned. But he's just working his way through it and just doing his thing. But he understands, hey, he's not pointing a finger at nobody. He's not pouting, complaining, you know, hey, this guy took money. It is what it is. I signed a bad deal at a young age. I didn't realize... 
That's how business is. Yeah, you work through it. It is what it is. I signed a bad deal on YouTube. so well, I have too. Yeah, so you sign stupid deals. You just got to work through it. It is what it is. But point the finger and be like, yo, it's your fault. You just look stupid. Hopefully you just learn from it and then you don't make that mistake again. Yeah, that's, that's one million way you got to look at it. Quavo. Uh, this was kind of sad. So Quavo dropped a new song called Greatness. And uh, obviously it's a solo track. Throughout the track, he's talking about Migos, reminiscing on the old times, you know, with Takeoff and uh, Offset. Um, on the bar, he says, never, for- never forget that the Migos is amazing. Look at the ice and the knots in my pants. You know that them young guys made it. Uh, during that song's outro, he acknowledges, he acknowledges, I couldn't do it without the greatest group in the world. I couldn't do it without the greatest nephew in the world, which is referring to Takeoff. However, this is a bar that got everybody's attention. It came in, came in, swept the game like a storm with the motherfucking flow. Take did that. So don't ask about the group. He's gone. We gone. Young guy, it can't come back. Damn. Yeah. So. I mean, it's true, man. Yeah, it sucks. (laughs) As far as the group of three of them, it's done. Obviously, you can't. Relationship with the other two. The other one. uh, What's his name, man? Uh, offset Offset yeah um, Offset Maybe in the future Cook. They'll get their shit together And do some Music I think together I, And stuff like that You know that's. I do think yeah. One more Migos album Could potentially come out oh. Like a full Because Takeoff probably recorded Man that boy was Yeah they probably recorded A lot of music They probably have a lot of music Still waiting So I think that in the future It's potential that another Migos album I'm gonna miss that dude Yeah so it's done though Like there's nothing You know I think people are forgetting That yeah, it's over It's finished He's dead No longer gonna come back so, which is unfortunate, but I'm sure that they have music. You know, I'm sure there's, because yeah, all you got to do is find takeoff bars. That's it. You yeah. Know? So I'm sure he's recorded a lot of different stuff. So oh, yeah. in the future, I know he's saying that right now, but it's because him and Offset aren't cool mm. right now. That's why he's saying this. But I think I give it about two to three years, maybe five years, and another Migos album is going to drop. So it's like. But they got enough music for that to happen, hundred percent. Yeah. So, uh, but it was it was definitely a lot of people react to this and were sad to this. Um, for him kind of confirming it and being like, "Yeah, this shit's over." Yeah, we'll keep our eye out in the future. Hopefully, they do come back and fix that relationship because from what I hear is over female, and that's definitely not the way you want to you want to end a relationship with somebody over female arguments. Yeah. Nas, this is what I was talking about earlier. This is exactly what I was talking about earlier. Uh, Nas has. Sold out the Madison Square Garden, headlining it for the first time in his career. That's just wild. So, uh, a lot of, well, not a lot, because I don't want to seem like this is an easy accomplishment, but quite a few hip-hop artists have sold out Madison Square Garden. 50's done it, Jay-Z's done it. Madison Square Garden is like a huge staple um, in New York. It's a place that if you sell it out, you're legendary. So, a lot of New York rappers have done that. Not a lot. I keep saying a lot. A few New York rappers have done that. Like I said, Jay-Z, 50. Um, yeah, it has like a capacity of 20,789 people. Yeah, so to sell out 20,000 in New York is definitely not, you know, easy to do. Um, yeah, Jay-Z's still- done it. 50's done it. Nas has finally done it after, you know, this whole... That's just What this proves is longevity and how Nas has re reignited his career, mm-hmm. re-sparked it. And this just proves that now you can respark your career. There's no, oh, he's washed up, he's done. If yeah, you, he's proven. And they, Nas was doing an interview on a late night TV show. 
uh, I think it was Stephen Colbert, I think. Uh, and he asked him, you know, why are you still doing this? Why are you still making music? You know, he's like, where do you pull inf- inspiration from? He's like, I can't pull inspiration from my peers because they're not doing music anymore. A lot of them are just doing their own thing and different stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I go to the youth. That's why he's like, I got Hit Boy. Hit Boy's young, fresh. He keeps me young and fresh. And that's how I continue going. Because, yeah. you know, he's like, I would like to look at my peers, but they're not doing any music. And when you really look at it, yeah. Jay-Z hasn't dropped shit in six years. 50 hasn't dropped in nine years. Whoever else around that era hasn't really dropped. Ludacris hasn't dropped shit in ages. Uh, you would, There's a lot of names you can just throw out there that haven't dropped music in a long, long time that were popping in the early 2000s, late 90s. Um, you know, the only person you can look at, like I said, again, Eminem, Longevity, 2020 was the last project. I'm sure this year he's probably going to drop an album. I would not be surprised if an yeah. album does, doesn't come out this year. Um, but yeah, he, he gives us props. Uh, you know, a lot of people were there. Shot Money XL was there, which was cool. I saw, yeah, I like, saw that in the store. Yeah, a lot of people were there. Um, it was a huge, huge event. And it was dope to see Nas get his flowers, man. A lot of people were, were showing love and respect to him. Right. So I guess he is, he is working on King's Disease 4 because he was kind of Throughout the show, he's mentioning a lot of King's Disease and ones, two, and three. So the four is is coming, and nice. uh, yeah, of course, fifty supposed to be on there. So now I reach out to fifty. So that's gonna be interesting. Very to hear what that is. So yeah, the, the title is gonna be yeah. Shout out to Nas though, uh, killing it, legendary. Good job, man. Yeah, people that's why he's top three all time. Yeah, people still fuck with you. Uh, new music. Yeet. So Yeet is like the hottest new guy out right now. Everybody fucks with his music. I don't really uh, listen to him like that, but uh, he dropped the Afterlife Project. Um, features from NBA Youngboy, Cranky Cranky, Lil Geeky, Talking Ben App. What, what are these names of these rappers? <laughs> Look at this. Cranky Cranky, Lil Geeky, Talking Ben App. That's, a, that's an artist named Talking Ben App. <laughs> Yeah, these new artists are something else, bro. I you know, I gotta check it out though, regardless. Um Don Tolliver, Love Sick. That's uh people have been really, really talking about this. He has features from Lil Dirk, Glorilla, um, and more, so check that out. All right. Uh Tink, thanks for nothing. She's been popping for a while. Uh I think she's a very, very talented female rapper. She's got Ty Dolla Sign Young Blue on the project, so check that out. Um Key Glock, Glaucoma two. Yeah, I heard that's that the one I was excited yeah, about. Yeah, was, yeah, Glock PRE for life. No features. Uh, he actually has a track called like "Fuck Features," and he's like, "I'm gonna pay myself. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, pay I'm myself. Gonna pay for, myself for features." Yeah, because that's yeah. Key Glock really doesn't fuck with a lot of people. I don't know. Just if you see him do a track with somebody, he actually likes the person because he never is the type of dude. There's no features on his projects, like rarely ever. So uh, yeah, he dropped the tape though. My favorite track is that Ratchet record that. A Trigon sent over. Shout out to Trigon. Yeah, shout out to Trigon. That Ratchet record is probably my favorite. I'm going to play a quick second of it because mm. it's, it's, it's that fire. Play this shit. Yeah, I don't want to get copyrighted though, so I'm just going to play like a quick two seconds of it once this stupid thing gets synced to my damn phone. <laughs> Glaucoma. Is a, like, the cover's pretty dope, too. It's all red. That's good. I didn't listen to the whole thing yet, though. Yeah, I've listened to it. It's, it's a pretty good project. Uh out of ten, I'd give it like a seven or seven point five. So it's pretty good. It's got its, you know, its own kind of. I feel like he he's learned a lot from Young Dolph, and he's trying to, as he should, grow up to be like him. I mean, he is the leader now. Pre for life. Pre for life, Young Dolph. Damn. 
Mr. Gatu. What? What the hell's going on? Why is it not playing? It's not playing no more because you can't play PR for life. Nah, it's working right now. Yeah. Every time a nigga get up, I'm shitting on the industry. Crop me out the picture. Stop. Yeah, anyway. Stop. Fire. Stop. Yeah, kill that shit. Shout out to Kiki Lock. Um, yeah, great dope track. Check that out. Yeah. Um, what PR else? For life. I think that's it music wise. Let's go to album sales. Album sales. Flop. SZA, still number one. Shout out to her. Killing it. Yes. 85,000 copies. Number one with a bullet. Pink dropped her album. Debuted at number two with 75,000 copies. Taylor Swift, Midnight's number three with 55,000 copies. Metro Boomin, Heroes of Villains, number four with 46,000 copies. Morgan Wallen, Dangerous Double Album, number five with 43,000 copies. The Weeknd, The Highlights, number six with 42,000 copies. Number seven, Bad Bunny, 40,000 copies. Drake, 21 Savage, Her Loss, number eight with 38,000 copies. Rihanna, Anti, number nine with 28,000 copies. Zach Bryan, number 10 with 28,000 copies. Uh, Lil Baby, It's Only Me, number 12, 25,000 copies. Future, I Never Liked You, number 17, with 19,000 copies. Eminem, Curtain Call, number 20, with 18,000 copies. Lil Baby, My Turn, number 22, with 17,000 copies. Drake, Certified Lover Boy, number 23, with 17,000 copies. Eminem, Curtain Call 2, at 26, with 16,000 copies. Big Scar, so after Big Scar passed away, they released a posthumous album for him. That album debuted at number 27, with 15,000 copies. Says a control number 28 with 15,000. Rihanna, good girl gone bad, number 29 with 15,000. Rihanna, unapologetic, number 33 with 15,000. Kendrick Lamar, number 39, good kid, Mad City with 15,000. Uh, Tyler's creator's Igor album came back on the charts at number 41 with 14,000. It's interesting. Kendrick Lamar, damn, at number 43 with 14,000. Drake Scorpion, number 47 with 14,000. And that's it for hip hop wise. Uh, yeah, Rihanna. I was just reading. I'll read out the Rihanna ones because I'm curious to see which probably make them more money this upcoming week. Another cool four hundred thousand <laughs> for easy money. We're doing the Super Bowl, so yeah, kid. Yeah, that's it for today's episode yep. of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number one hundred and seventy nine. Because I was gonna say seventy eight. Yeah. One hundred seventy nine. Uh, once again, support us YouTube podcast, Deezer, Spotify, all that. Have an amazing night, day, whenever you're listening to this, and peace. God bless y'all.